<laughs> really? <laughs> Man, you know what really pisses me off, Josh? What's that, Fuko? <laughs> it's when my insure kicks in right before we do the show and I get real bad gas. Oh, it's killing yeah, well, you're getting up there. You're getting up there in age, by the way. Man, I, yeah. might, I may need to change my underwear before the show is over. You know, strangely enough, um, I was figuring for your birthday I'd get you some Depends, some adult diapers. That's I thought that would be the ideal gift. Well, Joe, Joe says it's an excellent gift for a man turn, into going into his 40s. So. You know, that's an excellent point. Uh, speaking of old men, um, we have Joe Brady on the show today, which we're very excited about. Joe, welcome. Well, good morning, boys. Good morning. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, how are you doing? Uh, you're not underwater, right? I am not underwater. Not no. not currently. I'm not good. at this point. Not currently. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, not underwater. Survived the hurricane. People got it much worse than we did. Nobody gets it worse than you do, Joe. Hello. Hey. Hi-o. <laughs> All right. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chain Rant Podcast. It is the world's worst bagpiping podcast and most certainly the world's worst bagpiping podcast live stream. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, we're, we're never going to figure that shit out. <laughs> and now that we got Joe on, it's even more yeah, it's, terrible. it's even more of a pain in the ass. <laughs> but I just want to let everybody know that this is an explicit show. So if you are a little sensitive in the ear area or, um, you know, just don't want to hear any foul, nasty language that comes out of a 98-year-old old man's mouth or butt now's the time to walk away that's five four three two one (laughs) i think he i think he put the microphone inside of his mouth for that one all right fantastic so um real quick if you're a listener of the Channel Rant Podcast, you can review the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Grinder, Tinder, Facebook, MySpace, Craigslist, um, I don't know, wherever wherever you find us these days. You can send us emails, channelrant at gmail.com to be read on air, some of which we're about to get to. And you can send us voicemails, which are even more fun, channelrant at gmail.com. Just record on your phone, send it to us, let us know if you want us to omit your name. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we do have the Snapchat. Um, I think the only person Snapchatting us is, I haven't logged in this week, so I'm assuming I have like three days of Snapchats from Honey Bourbon. (laughs) I'm sure you do. (laughs) He references that today. And this show is brought to you by Channerant.com, the number one online store for people who listen to Channerant and want everyone to know what a degenerate they are. So go ahead and go to Channerant.com, get your shirts like the ones we're wearing right now. I think Fusco's got an original run fundraising shirt, and I'm, I'm rocking a Team Josh shirt. That's my channel. Don't worry about it. Ignore it. And invite, share with your friends, Fusco. Yes, sir. We got some news and updates, my friend. <sighs> I hope so, because otherwise we got nothing to talk about. No, no, we got we got, <laughs> trust me, we got plenty to talk about. It's a good episode. We're back on form. It's not oh, quite okay. a not quite a grab bag episode today. Okay, good. We actually have a plan or a point. No plan, but a point. So real quick, we gotta say, um, we have gotten some dirtbag Olympics part three submissions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting better. But uh, if you're out there in the in the world, send us your dirtbag Olympics part three submissions. It's coming up soon. Once we have enough to do a full episode, we're definitely gonna do it. And I think we got it. We need a we need a story. That is on par with the cheeseburger story for a Delta read. Yes. Well, we absolutely do. <laughs> and like, and we'll get Adele back on for Dirtbag Olympus Part Three, so she can read, you know, something hopefully more horrible than the cheeseburger we story. We need a really terrible story. Yeah, we, that's a hard one to beat. We're encouraging everybody to just make it up, but it's got to sound realistic. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, Maxim <laughs> Magazine makes it up. Like, why? Why can't we? Or we're pen, the world's you mean penthouse. We're the max. Both. Even, um, either. Both. Or. 
right. we're the world's worst bagpiping <laughs> podcast. What the fuck do we care? Make it up. <laughs> we're gonna read it either way. Send us, send us your best fucking fanfic. I don't give a shit at this point. If nobody like, sends anything. Sends anything in. I'm just gonna buy a penthouse magazine if that's still possible, and just read one of their stories and insert bagpiper name. Just, just make it bagpiper. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's fair. Um, but we also have some emails, and I think we have a voicemail. I think we. Have, how many we voicemails do. do we have? Just one. Just the one. Yeah. Okay. So do we want to cut over to the voicemail? And uh, Joe, I apologize. I don't think you're gonna be able to hear this unless you're on the stream audio. Yes, you will not hear this. But so what? So yeah, I mean, you know, you're a guest. Come All on. right. So you're a guest in our dining room. Well, my dining room, but you're a guest on our show. <laughs> so before I play this, pretend you just heard. Honey Bourbon playing his practice channel for forty five seconds of Walton Matilda. Okay, but I, I skipped way <laughs> past that. So he, do we? Do we have we cut? <laughs> have we? Uh, have we cut Honey Bourbon's voicemail down from its original fifteen minutes to like a manageable like thirty yes, or forty five seconds? It went seconds? from fifteen minutes to four. Okay, perfect. It's best I could do <laughs> four minutes, <laughs> and I t- and that's, I just cut another forty five seconds. Oh my. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're if you're playing along at home, just just go get a bev. You yeah, got four minutes. This is your chance. Strap in. Here we go. <laughs> Classic Australian tune right there. Just like a classic Australian movie, Gallipoli. Anyway, Honey Bourbon here, guys. Now, I just want to touch on a few things here. Snapchat. Are you always talking about, you always getting a lot of Snapchats from me. Do you know why? Snapchat is the best, all right? Instagram, nah, shit. Snapchat, perfect woman, all right? Simple, easy. Yeah, quick and easy. Perfect, eh? Right? Snapchat. Cheers to Get that. on it. Now, just want to uh, clarify a few things. Aussie Broad said there the other week. Kiwis. Always make fun of the Kiwis. Right? It's just un-Australian if you didn't. Alright? Whenever you see an opportunity to pick on a Kiwi, you pick on the Kiwis. Alright? Now... Fast Eddie. Let's talk about Fast Eddie, who isn't so fast. <laughs> God right. damn it. First of all, what's he talking about? Big chanters, small chanters, grade one bands playing small chant. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, did he explain it in in the middle there when everyone fell asleep, or <laughs> or not? And the other thing is, what is it? Fast Eddie, like you're trying to be like me. You're hanging shit on me last last time, and now you're trying to be like me. Talking slow, mate. It's my title, mate. Get your own thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, what is that? Anyway. Now, you were talking about uniforms. The Aussie Army, alright, picking on them, as you are. They are the best looking army in the world. Right? One reason only. They wear a slouch hat. All right, that that's slouch hat is hat that, like, pins up, the right, best. I think. Right, perfect for playing pipes, too. Right. We don't have Aussie Broad to translate for us yeah. right now, but no, no, we that, need... I'm just going to go with that assumption. <laughs> yeah, let's keep going. Right. They designed it around bagpipes, I reckon. It's just perfect. All right, now you're trying to find a, a hat that's acceptable to play in the sun. Slouch hat, all right? If you're all wearing a slouch hat, it looks smart, alright, don't worry about baseball caps, you know, save that shit for the Western Australia police, alright, now, when it comes to solos, playing on a solo event, wedding, competition, whatever, you got to wear the Glen, now you just don't wear the Glen, 
you got to wear it with a tilt. Is he still clicking? Right? Put it on your head, tilt it, and it's tilt it some more. All right. Look at Hashtag porn. wear the tilt. All right. It was actually uh, good to hear Aussie brought on there last week, and the only thing that was wrong with that was you boys were interrupting her all the time because she had to explain all the lingo. I was enjoying it. Sitting here going. No, I was actually yes, listening to I the know what she's 2014 concert opener. Say what now? You talking to us? <laughs> is that Joe? <laughs> Joe, Joe like all of a sudden chimes himself. in halfway through the... <laughs> like, we don't know what he's talking about? Okay. <laughs> right, let's finish, let's finish on the bourbon's email. <laughs> yeah, his voice hold, hold off, Joe. <laughs> Netball? Yes, I know that sport. So good. Thongs, boardies, right, the wife beater. Yeah, it was so good. Nah, just on a side note there, Josh, mate, puns. Oh, I loved them. They were so good. Anyway, that'll do for me today. I'll uh, hope to talk to you lads shortly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what is he? See you, boys. So, so the two comments we had on that were both that honey bourbon is the Australian version of waterboarding, and honey bourbon <laughs> is the Australian version of Peabrock. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I'm sorry you didn't get to hear that voicemail, but I'm also... Oh, I no, like, I heard it. I heard it. It was oh, painful. Oh, you went out on the stream? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was a long one. Um, okay, so I know we encourage you all to send us voicemails, but for, for, for fuck's sake, like, keep it to, like, 60 <laughs> seconds. Like, <laughs> Yeah, this isn't the Big Rab Show. It's like goddamn video diaries, yeah. We're trying to actually entertain people on, like, the Big Rab Show. Speaking of which, here's some lists. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just fucking, just fucking around. Uh, oh my goodness! Well, that was um, thank you, Honey Bourbon, for um, once again regaling us with your your life story. I what an interesting human being. I, I cannot wait to meet that guy. Someday. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm going. I'm gonna go hang out. I'm gonna go crash on Honey Bourbon's couch. It's gonna be awesome. He talks slower than Joe moves at this point in his life, and that and that's saying something considering Joe's sciatica. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck's sake. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we have some we have some emails too. Let's get to the emails. Um, God knows how long this episode is going to end up running. But, uh, so Joe, this is this is going to be particularly good for you because we put out a call on the Facebook page. Questions for Joe Brady. Oh boy, where do you and, see some of these, Joe? <laughs> and so a few people sent us some questions for Joe Brady. Are you are you prepared? I, I am, but I'm not a medical doctor. That's fine. <laughs> Okay, so this the first one. Um, the email is: Do you like all of the attention with the hashtag hashtag fu Joe Brady that Chandran has brought to you? Question. It, it hasn't been a, a lot of attention. It's a little bit. It's funny now. My wife wearing an fu Joe Brady shirt. <laughs> that kind of pushes the uh, the limit. Why Wait, we, Why do we have a picture of that? Yeah, I don't have a picture of this. <laughs> I feel like we need a picture of your wife wearing an fu Joe Brady shirt. That's not going to happen. You're not going to get that branding. She's actually uh, she's actually fu to Joe Brady. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> At least once. Wow, Joe! But you you have gotten people requesting you at Highland Games and stuff to get their picture with you. So it's, there's it's, a certain... hap- it's happened a couple times. Yeah, it happened in Chicago, and it's people that I know that 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 know me and and know that I'm not the real Joe Brady. I'm just another Joe Brady. <laughs> will the will, will the real Joe Brady please stand up? <laughs> that that yes. What was the story? Clarify the story about the airplane that, that I keep getting wrong. What was that story? Uh, about the fellow that I, I met uh, that was working in North Carolina and was flying home to Chicago. Yeah, that one. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was telling me about uh, a band he'd like to join if he if he moved to to North Carolina called Waken District because he heard of the band from Chanterant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then what? And, and then I I told him, oh yeah, I I know that band. Yeah, I'm I I kind of run it. I'm Joe Brady, and uh, yeah. So so that's he was true. The one that I didn't make yes, that story up. You you literally you literally had a moment in your life where you told someone, right. yeah. I'm Joe Listen, I was sitting in row 34E, <laughs> all right? It was nothing flattering. Well, we're going to get you that rich and famous contract. Don't worry. We'll have oh, you sign that soon. Okay. It's just, it's coming. Okay. we got to build the audience first, but, you know, we'll get you into business be, class soon. Beyond, beyond six, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guarantee we're not even fucking flying business class yet, so uh, it's a long way out, Joe. We, we ship ourselves underneath the plane at this point. Yeah, still, at, so. this, at this point, I just hide. I just hide in the uh, in the cargo area. <laughs> so we have a couple, we have a couple more questions for you, Joe. Uh, actually, this one had, dude, this, this email has a lot of good ones. Okay. Um, the next question is: What do you think about the recent public performance? the The recent public performances for John McCain, Joe. Joe. Uh, he, I he, think they're asking enough, has been, enough has been said on it. I, I think you guys have spoken to both sides of it: the good, the bad, the ugly. Okay. Uh, so you have no opinion whatsoever. Well, I'll just say this. If someone had asked me, hey, Joe Brady, do you, can you play John McCain's funeral? And I would say, no, there are much more qualified pipers that should go out and play this. There you go. See, that's the problem. <laughs> Every, all the qualified pipers said there's someone there's more, qualified, more qualified, and then they ended up scraping the bottom of the goddamn barrel. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it went down, but w- let's go with that. <laughs> okay, so um, the next question for Joe was, what was one of your most embarrassing moments performing? Oh, he must have a ton of these. Uh, embarrassing I, I took a fall at a wedding once in chicago i'll never forget it was freezing cold and i had to march in from outside and walk in and it was a terrazzo floor and i got about three steps in and i fell down right out of my ass now now and fusco and i obviously know what kind of floor that is but for those of for those, those who, of the, who are listening know. at home well what the fuck does that mean that's one of them Italian kind of marble kind of floors. Oh, okay. Like the one I fell on at Caesars. Yes. Oh, so yes. you fell on one okay. too. Yeah. Oh, they're all over Vegas, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I had I missed I had a literally like metal clicker on my gilly just hit like fake marble and I whoop just <laughs> head over heels, like totally fucking flipped over. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. Graham uh, I, Graham I was laughing so hard he was crying. Oh yeah. How many notes did you miss though when you fell? Well, it was on the it was on the strike in, so like we were we were kind of off to the side, and I was like, and you know, this is when uh, Danny was PM, and Danny's just like, all right, everyone, come on, game faces, because me and Graham were just like fucking around always. It's like game faces, like all right, cool. By the right, quick march, psh, psh, whoop, and I just I literally fucking just slipped and fell, and we had to do the we had to do the whole striking over. <laughs> like I I held my pipes up, I didn't like crash my pipes. Like I was on the ground uh, with my pipes in the air, and then Graham was like off in the corner, laughing so hard he was crying because he was right behind me. So he saw me fall and eat shit. <laughs> Those are the best. But yeah, no, uh, slippy. I don't have I don't have the clicker on my shoes anymore. No, I do. It's I just and I just got I got new shoes, new gillies with the clicker on there again. So I'm looking forward to finding some so, um, terrazzo of, floors. Speaking of sponsors, I bought the uh, I bought the Claymore Imports gillies that mm-hmm. are supposed to be like lighter and like more comfy, and they are light and they are very comfy, but no clicker, and they scratch very easily. Do you like the clicker? I like the clicker. Yeah. 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 
I don't know. I'm a stompy son of a bitch anyway. Like, I'm, I'm six feet tall. I usually wear boots. Like, I'm always, like, bump, 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 stomping around, like, <laughs> stomping around like a goddamn reindeer on a roof. Absolutely. Okay. How often do you go through gillies? Um, once every three years. <laughs> I don't, mine lasts about ten. I just get them repaired over and over again. So, Joe, we have one last question on this email for you. And it's your favorite adult beverage. And that, and technically, it's for all three of us. And it's because we ripped Big Rab's favorite cheese question. Uh, I would have to say my favorite adult beverage is a black velvet. Are you fucking Damn, kidding me? Proper dude? redneck. <laughs> I thought you'd say like that North Carolina. Yeah, wait, you're talking about you talking about like drinking black velvet like straight out of the plastic bottle? No, uh, Guinness and champagne. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, see, black velvet is a cheap ass bourbon in terrible, a plastic bottle. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah. Oh, that, that must be a Vegas thing. I've never heard of that. Really? Nah, I would think that would be popular in your area. Okay, so <laughs> no, black- we have moonshine. Yeah. We have moonshine. <laughs> I keep hearing about the moonshine. I'm excited to try it. Josh, what's your yeah, favorite? Yeah, if you would have come to Chicago, you could have gotten to try some. Dude, I'm, I'm uh, working on it. Andy, Andy you had some a few years ago in Virginia, right? Oh, I did. It was did phenomenal. He, did, he, did he fall asleep cuddling a cheeseburger on the fucking couch like he did, no. <laughs> like he did with the patching? No, I was way better drinker back <laughs> then. <laughs> um, so, Josh, what's your favorite adult beverage? My favorite adult beverage is... I know, like it's so weird for favorite because is the thing you drink the most often, or is the thing you like the most? I right. think my favorite uh, would probably be like a nice Isla, like a nice Isla Scotch. Okay, just just neat, nothing in it, no no frills. I like to punish my body. <laughs> <laughs> you want it really smoky and dirty. And I want to punish my pain butt. in your stomach. I like, I like uh, the same reason I like IPA beers. Like I, I want to punish my body for all the things it's put me through. <laughs> what about you, Fuko? Um, favorite. Hmm. Well, it's got to be North Carolina moonshine for sure. It's it's like one of the best drunk highs, if you want to call it that, you'll ever have. Sorry, that was me. I, <laughs> was I, it? Yeah, I, I hit my mic stand. I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but like, like I like drinking wine because it, it makes you, to me, it gives me a real happy kind of drunk feeling as opposed to like whiskey, which just makes me fucking like nuts. But is that just like the Italian in you? you yeah. think that's like the, the I don't New know. York? Could be. But that North Carolina moonshine, man, it makes you happy. It's just like this. Um, this is the greatest day of my life, you know, kind of thing. It makes you. You know, you know what they say about North Carolina moonshine? It'll make you so happy you fuck your cousin. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's West Virginia. <laughs> Fortunately, we have uh, Joe on the line to talk about that. Fuck yeah. your cousins, Joe. Tell us about that. I, I have no comment. I, there's nothing to say. Okay, I so like beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like beer. We drink beer. Um, I, I don't know, Senator. Do you drink beer? All right, Josh. Somebody's being a smartass here. They want to know: Can you name an Isla Scotch? Um, yes, I can actually name my. Fa- I can name many, but my favorite is Kale Isla, uh, which is from the region where my family is from. I also like the Grangestone Rare Cask Isla. Yeah. I also like Lafroque Sixteen um, and uh, Yeah, and Lafroque and really any Lafroque I love. And yeah. then let's see. So suck a dick, Rennie. Yeah, suck a dick. <laughs> no, uh, I, Isla's my jam. Yeah, me and me and Angus get down on the Isla scotches. Mm. So you, you've you've seen you've oh, seen I've that had the collection. Green, well, yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yep, many times. So uh, we have another. Uh, should I read an email? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we can do we can do another email. Uh, yeah, let's just. Why, do why don't you take a turn? I'm I'm unstarring the ones that I've already read. Okay, good. So we have an anonymous, please. Writing in, um, 
who okay so Wait, this is person this, is this the one that about uh aussie broad mm-hmm. okay perfect okay <laughs> so <laughs> this person's been me I, i'm gonna try to hide this as best as i can <laughs> but this person has been meaning to write in since episode one but this week's episode finally got got me off my lazy ass <clears throat> as a female piper i 110 percent relate with all of aussie broad's comments uh, or complaints excuse me her band's entire uniform is made up of hand-me-downs from military band, which means that all of our kilt, shirts, jackets are made to fit men. Uh, while they're grateful for their generosity, the problem is that half of our band members are women and kids, which is not uncommon, right, for most yeah. bands <laughs> these days. That means that people's shirts often end up long enough that they could be worn as dresses, and it's bloody difficult to get kilts to sit right uh, at the right length without bunching up. So th- this is true. She also mentions... Plaids. Is that how you say it? Plaids? Plaids? Plaids, I believe, yeah. is the correct term. Yeah. So, her <laughs> band apparently wears plaids, which <laughs> I've... Plaids. I've never... We don't wear those, and I don't know anybody that wears those, to be honest. Unless you're in, like, a military outfit. Fucking, yeah, the, the fucking sash. Yeah, I know what it is, but I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> but she, she's like, why didn't you guys bring that up? Well, because most of us don't wear it, you know, or never had to deal with it in America, for sure. So, also, she, she goes on to say... Um, Speaking of impractical things, let's talk about the plaids. How did that not come up in your rant? Well, it's definitely plaids, though. Like, I mean, it's spelled plaids. <laughs> like, I, I thought I thought we were doing a bit. <laughs> no, no, no. I was fucking serious. Yeah, it's definitely plaids. <laughs> I'll just go with that for now. Speaking of impractical pra- <laughs> things, let's like, talk let's, about plaids. Let's, let's call. Let's call Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> hey. Hey, the kids can't come inside. <laughs> so it's a, however, it's obvious that plaids. We're not designed by a piper and believe that our... <laughs> Keep going. No, you got, you got this. Right, I believe I got, in you. I, I believe in you. When you add a heavy plaid to the <laughs> to the too big jacket necessary to fit over I boobs... you were fucking with me. No. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, let me start over. When you add a heavy plaid <laughs> to the too big jacket necessary to fit over boobs, you end up with a serious choking hazard. <laughs> You strike up, push the big bag on your arm, forcing the plate backwards, and suddenly you're trying to get through a six-tune set and several kilos of wool hanging off your throat. <laughs> and to that, <laughs> add to that the fact that the weight of the plate often pushes your pipe bag down closer to your knees than your armpit, and it's a miracle some of our pipers make it through a set without dropping their pipes or passing out. But they look good, so we'll keep using them. <laughs> keep up the great work, guys. It's been uh, great hearing someone else saying what we're all thinking. One of the sink, one of the six, <clears throat> and then uh, this is funny. <laughs> P.S. I'm trying to stay anonymous because I work with children, which is my line from episode two, I think. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> especially, especially, yeah. How'd that work out for you? Uh, it's going great so far. Yeah. Um, and the P.P.S. Aussie Broad is my spirit animal. So a lot of support for Aussie Broad being on the episode last week. Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so funny how excited people get about people being on the show that aren't us. <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait to see how many people love joe brady after this so joe um what are your thoughts on pla- what are your thoughts on plaids or plaids so plaids i uh <laughs> I-, I wore full military dress for a number of years playing in chicago with the chicago police band and with the stockyards and it looks great but it's an awful uniform to play in so i'm surprised because you guys got how many uniforms does wake to have now like we we don't wear plaids <laughs> <laughs> i know but i'm so surprised you don't someone like, someone on the stream says you I, mean, I didn't ju- played I'm surprised. Our drum wear major wears a plaid. Right. He yeah. Of course, drum majors do. But uh, and he wears a num- uh, What do you call it? A busby every now and again, but not all. Yeah. The time. He's uh. He has the busby. I thought about it. Come on, Joe. I mean, you, you're but, you're supposed to know this shit. <laughs> you guys, I'm actually surprised because you're a service band, quote unquote, and you play for police and f- 
you know, funerals and stuff, and also it's, it's too hot. It's it, right. It's too hot. It's too expensive. I mean, you saw our Class A jackets. It's yeah. it's more practical to play in. And uh, I mean, I've gotten complaints from our tenor drummers. They don't like the jackets, so we found an alternate uniform for the tenor drummers because yeah. they couldn't flourish in them. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, they have to they have to be able to lift their fucking hands above their shoulders. Right. Like exactly. yeah, the music has to come first. Strangely enough, the music um, then becomes even more important if you're playing McCain's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Was his score on a little low? <laughs> I think everything was a little low on that one. I'm not so sure. <laughs> no? Okay. Sorry, that was I got, you got one of the six. Don't, don't, don't kick a dead man while he's down. Yeah, I, I apologize. He's had enough pain. Um, but, Joe, I'm actually, you guys actually have a... It's interesting because you guys are very creative when it comes to uniforms solutions to problems, right? So your solution to the tenor drum problem of wearing jackets because you guys wear those for formal events or whatever is to... They just wear a black shirt instead of your typical white shirt, right? Which... Correct. With all the correct um, patches and whatnot. So it looks sim- super similar. It's just the tenors look a little, you know, they. Yeah, you know, from 10 feet away, it, it looks similar and they could actually be musical and move around. Exactly. It, it's just great that you guys are super creative at solving those problems. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Well, I, the, way, the way they do it is Joe motherfucking Brady. Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, Everybody that, should get a important. Joe Brady. <laughs> Well, there was a guy that wanted to 3D print a version of me, and uh, well, I won't go to this. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a 3D version of your entire body, head to toe, or just your wang? That's well, I, I went thinking. to I went to get some items 3D printed, and uh, he was giving me a tour of his plant, his facility there, and he showed me a 3D printer, and he looked at me up and down, and he goes, "Well, I could 3D print you." Really? Kind of smile. Hey now. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we can, if we can, uh, if we could start some kind of a fundraiser to do like the whole scan thing, like when they do action figures, they do like the scan so they can like print. See, when the are we gonna? Figures. When are we gonna get Chanterant action figures or at least bobbleheads? Well, <laughs> well, the thing for me is I want to make sure that we at least have it on file because I mean, you know, Joe's getting up there. We're not gonna have him for long. Yeah, we do need so to scan we, him quick. If we if we have to turn him into a hologram at Chanterant Live episode fifty five, like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure we have the raw data that we need. That's like next May. <laughs> Joe, I, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, you, you're essentially in dog years at this point. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, oh, somebody's got a great idea out there. They said, let's make a Joe Brady sex doll. <laughs> <laughs> He's always so surprised. <laughs> why is that? Why has he got that look on his face? Yeah. <laughs> the Joe Brady sex doll always has a <gasps> oh, oh, can you imagine that alright quick get that get that website quick joebradysexdoll.com <laughs> get it before Joe does get it before uh, yeah. Joe does quick say, he's, he's already all over it he's already started the Joe Brady sex doll Instagram page <laughs> by the way Joe our, I, I need to ask you this we ask all our guests this question are you the evil Bob Worrell I am not the evil Bob God Earl. I miss damn it. the evil Bob Earl. I, I miss who that. Who is that person? I need to know who that is. I swore. Uh, I, swore I thought for it, sure it was you. If you're, yeah, I thought for sure it was Joe too. Okay, if you're evil Bob Earl, just let us know offline secretly. We will not out you. I we just won't out you. We just want you to be part of the writing team I just, here. Yeah, I just, I just want to know who, who is the brilliant goddamn mind behind that because that was the funniest shit I'd seen in a long oh, time. So good, so good. That, that, that might have inadvertently inspired Chanarant to some degree. The problem oh, is, the problem is our faces are on us making fun of everybody. <laughs> Okay, so we got another email here, um, and this is this is back in relation to Aussie Broad coming on the show, and it says, "How do y'all?" Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
For fuck's sake, no to the new Australian band kit. <laughs> Flip-flops, wife beaters, and banana hammocks. You can't unsee that shit. Current band kit may look and feel like hell, but there is at least the potential that some bodies look good in band kilts. Nobody rocks a speedo. Need more Cahill. That was the li- that was all they yeah. had. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Cahill's in Cahill's in hiding is, right now, guys. Is I do okay? have an, you heard from him? I have an update on Cahill. Do you have an update on Cahill? Do you want me to talk about it now? Sure. All right. He did call me this week. Um, he is not mad at us. He's just been busy. <laughs> So I panicked uh, too soon. Okay, he's it's just been a busy. He was away at the Colorado firefighters <laughs> he nonsense was away, event. He was, he was away burying um, <laughs> certain bagpipers certain in the McCain desert. Yeah. Bagpipers. <laughs> no, he the uh, annual Colorado firefighter um, clusterfuck thing is every year in uh, September. So he was away doing that, and then. Um, uh, he's just been busy. So he will be back soon, ladies and gentlemen. He is ready for his Cahill's Corner. He's going to take it back from Aussie Broad. He says... There's no way. He's, he's going to bring it hard. <laughs> yeah, there's no way he can compete with Aussie Broad. I don't know. Aussie <laughs> so, Osbrod? Aussie Osbrod, yeah. No, he's he's, uh, he's he's he'll be back soon. So, okay. Uh, we love Cahill. Perfect. Well, He's um, hired. We, we hired, hired him back. Cahill, you're okay. hired. Okay, so we have one more email that is the questions for Joe Brady. And this, this listener says, have you ever drunk Bailey's from a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Hi there. It's uh, old Greg. Come on. Uh, no, uh, it's, a, it's an anonymous one. And they ask if you've ever drunk Bailey's no, no, no. from a shoe. No, no, no. That's, that's old Greg. And the other Don't question, you know who old Greg is there, Josh? The, the other question is, do you love me from this person? Yes, I do. So and there yes, you go. If you're out there, you know who you are. I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking in code Ray right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Well, Just gentlemen. if you get a chance, uh, go ahead and, and do a YouTube search for Old Greg. If you haven't, you won't get those 15 minutes of your life back, and you'll understand both of those questions. Well, that's like every fucking voicemail from Honey Bourbon. Old it's Greg. just 15 minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs> okay, I just Googled Old True Greg. Story. And this is exactly what I picture Fast Eddie to look like. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely what Fast Eddie looks like. Josh okay. This is Fast Eddie. So, Fusco, are you, uh, are you on the show notes? I am. Do you see what I've highlighted? I do. Dude, is that you or me? That was me. I corrected that. Okay. You were not. You had their name wrong. So, you want to talk about it? I can. Yes. So a friend of uh, ours, a one of the six, Joe, a very good friend of yours, Mister Mister Andrew Kerr from uh, where is he from? Tennessee. Where's he live? He's Knoxville. From Tennessee. Yeah. Yep. Has offered to make the theme music for Channerant, and with him and a buddy of his, and uh, that, that would be Wyatt Brown. Yes. See. Yes. They've offered to help us out if Brad doesn't come through in true Seven Nations fashion. They're going to be very slow to the uptake and not get anything done uh just like their careers and <laughs> uh andrew's going <laughs> Nothing, yeah, keep going keep going you're good <laughs> so andrew offered to uh do the theme music for us in exchange for um special special um favors 
Uh, swag. He wanted some Chanarant swag. <laughs> no, he wanted a blowjob for Mandy. No, he wanted no, a blowjob for the Chanarid. That's different. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, right. Sorry, yeah. I'm getting I'm getting. You're getting ahead of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, uh, we are in serious negotiations to make this happen. Yep. I agree that we should do this. And did you want to talk about what we talked about earlier? Well, the thing for me was just that um, I, 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 I had some random motherfucker add me on Facebook as a friend. Why, and, bro? Yeah, and I was, I was like, who is this guy? It's like, oh, it's a bagpiper. So I, it, it's a weird thing since the show where I get people, I get a lot of people that add me on Facebook as a friend that have bagpipes in their profile photo and I have no fucking clue who they are. <laughs> and I just say yes because, what well, the fuck, you gotta lose. Oh. It's the internet. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I became close friends with all 15 of Joe Brady's fake accounts. <laughs> <laughs> you mean yellowflashes.com yeah, and like yellowflashes.com uh, <laughs> like pipe band fashion police like <laughs> what was that one the under pipe the band hotties, hotties, pipe band yeah, whatever like there, there's probably i'm assuming they're all joe brady they've got to be all joe yeah, it's nope. all joe brady nope <laughs> aware of them nope oh you lying son of a bitch you <laughs> Not lying. i like beer i like beer um my friends we 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 we, we drank beer um do you drink beer senator <laughs> <laughs> okay um but yes uh we're in negotiations honestly yeah i'd love to i'd love to have that theme music done because we're very nearly getting close to getting in trouble for using other people's music and you want to know why all they, all they want is a couple t-shirts that they had the music out today at rehearsal and they just want a couple t-shirts are they playing it on pipes they didn't play it today at rehearsal on pipes. We we played band music. Today. Oh, okay. No, I'm just curious if, yeah, if they that, got that far yet. Just need a clean a clean audio recording on pipes, and then we'll oh, put yeah. the we'll put the drums and the guitar we'll, and everything yeah. else on top of it. Yeah. We'll make it sound yeah. like um, I don't know, like yeah, those two would do a, a top shelf job for you. We'll make it sound Excellent like anybody pipers. other than Seven Nations. Essentially, yeah, because uh, Brad's already he's <laughs> he's he's about to lose his rights to this. Yeah, I'm afraid. <laughs> but that's awesome, and I appreciate I appreciate uh, all of the six who have reached out. I appreciate the six who like not only played like played the Chanarant jig and sent it to us, but also um, Eric's written Eric Evanhouse who wrote the Chanarant jig. Like wrote some, he wrote a tune for the Big Grab show. Like he's prolific. He's a mm-hmm. prolific writer mm-hmm. of tunes. Yeah, he wrote a tune for me too. Somehow, like blacked out it, i it, forget what he called it blacked out fusco or something is or it called andy's thin bent wang <laughs> no it's <was> not that <laughs> that one's coming <laughs> strangely enough so we had the conversation about funny tune names um a couple shows ago and i had a couple people reach out to me where that used to be a game that a lot of everybody bands does. would play yeah, yeah. So I, oh, yeah. I didn't know that obviously but yeah apparently a lot of bands used to like try to see what they could what they could sneak by right well, there was a band that if I I don't recall if it actually happened, but they wanted their last tune to be called "Ladies and Gentlemen." So when they were introduced, it would be "Ladies and Gentlemen" followed by "Ladies and Gentlemen," "Ladies and Gentlemen." <laughs> so every tune name was "Ladies and Gentlemen." That is awesome. Right. Yes. Yeah, I think the big one that the the one that I know most that used to do that was uh, Glenn Cabedel. He was like a genius at slipping in funny names. I think he used to do it. Well, the man Scott's. is well known for slipping it in. <laughs> If I remember correctly, I can't remember if he's done it with Pasadena Scots. He's the lead drummer of Pasadena Scots, but he, at, le- at least we've used his full name and where he plays, so no, we're good. What do we care? What, we care? <laughs> so, but he—I think he used to do it when he was in the LA Scots. I can't remember. He used to do it all of the time. Where there, every once in a while you hear like this weird name, you're like, "Oh, that's got to be Glenn," because that's something he would do. <laughs> okay, so let's let's knock out the rest of this like update shit, and then we'll get to we'll have a cup of tea and get to the topic of the week. 
sorry, rap. I had to, I had to fuck with you on that one. But um, speaking of rap, <laughs> big rap show number one zero zero, November third. That's happening. Uh, they're 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 literally they got like a venue in Magerfelt that where they're going to do the whole thing. This is pretty exciting. He's, I'm stoked, man. I'm I can't wait to hear this episode. Did you hear what he's going to do? This no, for the hundred. No, what is that? So he's. He's very, very special for the hundredth episode. He's going to read a hundred lists. A hundred lists. I cannot. That's wait. That's perfect. Yeah. I can't it'll wait. be it'll be a list of every band that's ever lived ever and <laughs> what awards they've ever won. You guys are awful. <laughs> but, but realistically, <laughs> realistically, he's such a genuinely nice guy doing such a great uh, thing. You're just you're awful. He's like, doing an amazing thing. Genuinely. Um, I'm super excited for Rab. Like I remember when when uh, we talked to him when we were there. And I finally got to meet him. Like that's, I feel like when we became friends. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And he was like, he's like, yeah, like I'm not, I'm not sure about the podcast. Like uh, it's, a, it's a lot of work. And I'm like, dude, it's awesome. Like keep, keep doing it. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. I would love for Chanarant to hit a hundred episodes, but the chances of that are zero. I'm gonna be dead before that. Yeah, happens. you'll be dead. You'll be dead long before then. This is episode 35 we're recording right now. I mean, granted, do you remember? I was super excited for the milestone when um, Big Rab broke 20,000 downloads. And he broke 20,000 downloads on, what was it, episode like 60-something? 64, 63? And it's episode 35. And we broke 20,000 downloads just a couple days ago. (laughs) So the world's worst bagpiping podcast is uh, probably listened to by too many crazy people. Over and over again. Yeah, over and over again. Like psychopaths. There are six people listening to this (laughs) on on loop. (laughs) On loop. Like, I don't understand you people. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) 20,000, motherfucker. Woo! Bring so good times. Come on! Are you guys still checking IP addresses of where those downloads come from? Uh, no. No, we don't care where they come from. I'm assuming I'll it's mostly... That. I'll stop having fun then. <laughs> I'm assuming it's mostly North Korea. <laughs> yeah, in the end, what, do we really care? It, we, we're just, we just want to beat Rab. <laughs> but realistically, um, Big Rab Show number 100, fucking tune in. That's going to be awesome. We're we uh, in the process of putting together some kind of a video to send them because we want to congratulate our friend. Yeah, by the way, if there's anyone out there that's okay with really terrible... Um, Let's see. How do we, how do we say this? Uh, you you talking about anybody that's local? So no one's gonna no one's gonna hear this. You talking about for the script? We have some local people. Yeah, for the script. Yeah. We have some local people that listen. We need we do need some extras for our video. We need some hot girls that are willing to you know. Well, we need extras. Do questionable things. We need a lot of extras <laughs> actually. But dude, now now you you spoil you spoil the video. I have not told anybody the idea. I just need hot girls that are willing to be. Do questionable things. I'm waiting for the point where you say <laughs> is we're this for you, is this for your concert video intro? No, yes, no, no, of course. We haven't even got to that yet. Um, okay, so a couple last couple news things, and then we're gonna hang out with the live stream audience for a bit. Um, Pipe Drums is a paid subscription now. I found out. Well, no, no, no. They do have a paid subscription. They do offer some free stuff, but they do all their cool stuff paid. And the way I found out was they had they were promoting this article this article where it was like part three of their interview with Stuart. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And as soon as I clicked on it, it was, there was like this pay gate that showed up, and I'm like, motherfucker, I've already interviewed this guy, yeah. and that shit's video. Hey, guess oh, what? That shit's video. Uh, go on YouTube, the Las band. Vegas Pie Band, inside <laughs> the circle of Stuart Little, motherfucker. The band that shall be named did the best interview you've ever heard with Stuart Little. So go go listen to that for free, motherfuckers. And it's interesting because, like, it's a it's a field that I work in, as far as like media and like uh, 
paid versus non-subscription media. Like, really? Really, guys? Like, who's going to who's gonna shill out that five bucks? <laughs> people do. I, I know people that own the subscription because they do all kinds I, of stuff. It's not. I have a subscription. Uh, to Pipe Strums? Yeah. Fucking nerd. So, Joe, did you listen to our interview with uh, Stuart? I did. I thought it was brilliant. Brilliant. That's from that's, the mouth of Joe Brady. That's pretty and high praise. <laughs> so he's, Joe, he's such, he, but he's such a good man. I mean, and it, you guys did a, a fantastic job of interviewing him. Really. So Joe, as the uh, newly appointed um, news and editorial lead of the Channerant News Team, <laughs> uh, would, do you want to do another interview with Stu? Because it's not that hard. Like he's he's a good friend. Well, sure. If you if you want to set up some questions or a topic, an actual topic to be discussed, topic. Sure. Topic. Well, what we'll do is we'll we'll set it topic. up to where we have we have a topic and a time, and then we'll like dick around Are you trying to get Vegas a live again? stream up. God, I wish. No immediate plans yet. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully right. soon, though. Yeah. No. 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 We need to bring them back. Hey, here's a good question that just came up in the feed. Yeah. Andy, yes, did sir. you ever get that FOF tattoo? Not- show the <laughs> show the feed your ass. All right. Hold on, people. God, I realize I have not even looked at the feed because that's coming up late. That's coming up later. Don't actually, don't actually do this though. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this is. Oh my! Oh my God! It cut out. Oh no! <laughs> technical difficulties. Wait, you can't see. Oh, uh, uh, All right, so let's let's uh, let's get through the rest of the news, and then we'll do the feed, and then we'll get to the topic because we're we're gonna we we do not want a two hour episode. No, we do not. Uh, actually, that's it. So, is that everything? That's everything that is in the news, and um, yeah, we're gonna have some whiskey. We're gonna interact with the uh, live stream audience for a bit, and then we have to get to the topic, which is how to throw the greatest pipe band concert ever of all time, of all time, dun, dun, dun. featuring Joe. Metamucil, Ellen DeGeneres, Anderson, Cooper, <laughs> Brady. You guys are awful. He's got all the answers, ladies and gentlemen, so stay no. tuned. Oh, this this episode of the Chanterant Podcast, brought to you by the Chanterant Store. Buy all your great Chanterant gear and t-shirts and even tape tops for the ladies. It's a hot one out there, this world pipe band competition, so don't forget to hit the Chanterant.com and buy yours today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to all of our sponsors and advertisers, especially Chanarant.com, Chanarant.com, and Chanarant.com for um, taking care of us on this episode of the Chanarant Podcast. We, now, we wouldn't be able to keep the lights on if it wasn't for Chanarant.com. Hey, Chanarant.com, when is the uh, the Pooh Bear shirt coming out? <clears throat> That's a great question, Joe. That is an amazing question. It was technically supposed to be today, but I fucked up. I thought it was supposed to be last week. God damn it, would you guys would you guys stop holding me to the deadlines that I set on air? <laughs> timeliness is not in Josh's uh, forte, I guess. Do you want art or do you want timeliness? You can pick <laughs> you can pick one of the What's two. What's that triangle of fucking whatever you always fucking talk about? The triangle is do you want it do you want to have it cheap? Do you want to have it fast or do you want to have it good? And you can pick two. Pick two. I want it fast and good. Fast and good? Yes. Then it's expensive. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Because I'm not paying. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fucking Pooh Bear shirt out, motherfucker. But yes, um, Joe, so we brought you on because um, the Raleigh Pipe Band Over the Top concert is coming up on November 10th. And we have our concert on the same fucking day. How wild is that? Crazy. And so I thought this was a good opportunity for the Chan Rant, Od- uh, Chan Rant 
podcast audience to kind of learn more about what what goes into uh, throwing a successful pipe band concert. And also, has, have, have, have either of our concerts been terribly successful? I, I will know. say, we've been successful. We, uh, we sold out. We sell out every year, to be fair. We've sold out every year, but the last year was the first time we actually charged. We did, yeah. So we've done this. What's this? Our, and it was how, a, how, much you, how much do you charge? Uh, five bucks. Five bucks. Five bucks. How many does the, the, the venue hold? 400. 400, yep. Cool. So, and it, it costs us... I don't know. It's we, I mean, fifteen hundred dollars. Trust me, we don't. We don't make money on this at all. No, no. no. I mean, none of us make money off of, of anything we do. It covers the cost, maybe. But it, but it right. helps. It helps <laughs> us. And honestly, the funny thing is, the concert was free for years for up until years. last year. Until last year was the first year we charged. Yeah. And so last year was five. Correct. So Celtic Thanksgiving five was the first year we charged, and the only reason that that came up wasn't even to like assage the cost of like putting out a concert it was mostly because more people came than could fit in the venue oh it was absolutely what happened was it was crowd the, control the year it was absolutely crowd control the year before was our most popular i mean it's it's full every year but la- the year before that was so popular that people were fighting in the fucking hallways it was brutal like our our <laughs> what do you call them our um ba- our uh not bouncers what are they called ushers ushers were like fighting with people because they were so pissed that they couldn't get in because they were late or, or just came later than everybody else. So we could only allow 400 people in or whatever it was. And they won't allow standing room. Like yeah. if, if you're not there, you're not there. So like literally right. some guy abused one of our ushers terribly. And we're like, you know, we got to figure out a solution to this because this is nonsense at this point. So we decided we'll start charging, which will back people off a little bit. So, so we have tickets and, and again, still sold out. Granted, it's 400 seats. It's not that big a deal. We're not. It's not. It's not that big a deal. But yeah, we're we're not fucking we're not fucking Van Halen. <laughs> no, but but the thing for us too, like um, the char- charging to charging to for the concert came as an afterthought because our volunteers and the people that like help us put the thing on were having to deal with just just animosity. Nonsense. Like it was wild. Yeah. And so you know, at least at least if we if we sell tickets. Uh, Everybody who's bought a ticket has a seat. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. So, Joe, this is your first year doing your concert. This, no, we this... uh, we we did we did we did tartan balls for the first ten years, and uh, at five years we did a five year concert, and then we did a, a ten year event too, kind of just smaller. But we haven't done a concert now in eight years. Oh, okay. So th- this is your first year back. So it's are you, first year back? Yeah. Are you charging? Are you going free? What are you doing? What is your? Yeah, we're charging. Let, let me ask you Ten. this: What is? Yeah. What is your purpose for your? Like, what are you trying to gain from doing your concert? What is your mission statement? You know, you know, without all the nonsense of a. Well, I mean, really, doing a concert, it, it's to allow the home home crowd to kind of see us, and the ones that haven't seen us since we lost our home pub, Tiernan Oak, we really haven't been out in Raleigh playing. So this is a chance for our family, our friends, to to see us playing. Okay. We have a ton of new members. And uh, want to get out there and, and play for them. So, but for, as a leader of the of your organization, what do you hope to gain by putting this thing on? Because I'm sure it's a colossal pain in the ass. So, what do you want your people to get out of this? Like, what are you hoping for here? I want people. I want people to enjoy a, a performance, an evening of, of Celtic fair, of uh, Irish dancers, Scottish dancers, and pipe and drum music. So. I guess what I'm asking you then is, I, I, do you look at it as doing it more for the community or more for your players? Both. 
Okay. Because, like, from for us, the reason I started this thing six years ago, whatever it was, was it, this, it was more... This, it was this in, year is number six. Is it? Okay. So, yeah. So, it was intended as a community event for people to get to know us as an organization. I mean, it's a little bit of recruitment, but not really. It's more for us to... One, to get experience playing, performing in a formal environment, but also mm-hmm. for the community to get to know us, to do something for the local Las Vegas area that's cultural. You know, most people, we've, we've discussed this a million times on the show where we, we pl- walk into a place and play a gig and people are like, where are you guys from? Are you, did they fly you in from Scotland? <laughs> you know, like nobody mm-hmm. knows we're fucking here. You know, so it was like one of those things where we want to do a community event. We want to promote like... And, and are you cool gauging experience. if you're if you're getting those kinds of people coming into your concert, or is it it's, family well, and friends and word of mouth? It's well, it's always been family, friends, word of mouth for the most part. Yeah. I mean, we do some minor advertising, but for the most part, it's through the library service because that's where our concert takes place. It's through the the county, you know, but it's Facebook and you know that kind of stuff. But well, in the games. <sighs> Well, yeah, Highland Games, you know, all the various advertising, yeah, the, 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 the various connections we have, you know, to Celtic culture. But really, my thought was, like, let's get beyond the people that are already our built-in audience because they come to everything anyway. So, I mean, no, who cares? I mean, I don't you're, mean that in an offensive way, you're, but, you're, like, you're I'm preaching, trying to broaden our horizon, you know? You're, you're <laughs> preaching to the converted, dude. Like, yeah. the, the, one of the one of the biggest concepts in advertising is how do you, how do you reach untapped markets that you that aren't gonna show up no matter what right we've got those already we yeah. know the guys that harass me in fucking july august and september for when do the tickets go on sale i know they're coming i know who they are i know they're gonna bother me i don't nobody cares <laughs> like i need to reach more than those guys i need to reach the kids i need to reach the people that don't know that bagpipes are a thing right joe i mean that's a huge thing for you guys you're always yeah. trying to connect to people that don't even know it exists right right so Tell me about like what are you doing this year? Like what's like how? Tell me how you run your concert like from from scratch. Like I we've been doing it a long time, but like where do you start? Well, uh, first I gotta say, Andy, going back to 2014, your concert opening video <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, that well, was for the most part that was Josh, but I mean I was the <laughs> oh, actor, well. I was the star. Oh, was that the <laughs> was that the time? Was that the one where we imitated the Dollar Shave the Dollar Club? Shave Club? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a Dollar Shave Club video, but <laughs> actually, it was that's, for piping. That's a great question, Joe. Are you going to do an opening video? Can you possibly? We are not going to do an opening video. Can you so, possibly match uh, the quality of our opening videos? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to uh, to do that. No, no I wouldn't try to match it. Joe, Joe, if it's any consolation, I'm on the job market. So uh, if there's any good advertising <laughs> gigs in fucking Raleigh, Raleigh I, I'm game. Oh. <laughs> There, so, there are lots of good jobs here. We could get you in touch with a recruiter. Dude, I cannot wait for the you day. Got, you got my email, bro. You know you know where to find me. Bruh. I'm very much looking forward to the day when we Joe happens to fly through town and we get him in one of our videos. Oh god, I would love oh, yeah. Be fucking great. I have some I have some <laughs> uh I have some treatments that we could we could do. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so Joe, you bring up the videos. Like, do you think that was a good marketing idea for us or was that hurt was that positive or hurtful, do you think? I, I think it was good. I think it was positive. What did you, you know? Do? When you talk about marketing in untapped markets with the bagpipe community, mm-hmm. this is a very small community. So how how do we reach out beyond it? You know, we can get a short thirty second story or a two minute story on the news or a, a quick clip on on, on radio, mm-hmm. it, but but it's fleeting for these people. You know, they hear bagpipe music, they're engaged for a few minutes, and then they walk away, and we never hear from them again. And we know that. How many people have come through our doors that wanted to learn to play the bagpipes and drums? Mm-hmm. For sure. 
so we really don't do it for exposure. We're doing it for our family and friends and, and those that want to see it. Right. Okay. Well, it's, so. it's, it's one of those things too, like exposure, exposure and like advertising the community can be a happy byproduct. Like realistically at a certain point, your, your family and friends deserve to have their faith rewarded to where they can actually like, you've been putting all this effort into this thing that they never fucking see. And then now, okay, you can come watch us. You can come see what I've been doing off to the side once a week or twice a week that you never got to actually enjoy and anticipate. Like, I think, I think that's a big part of it. I mean, I remember still like my mother to this day, bitches that, I lived with her and I was learning bagpipes <laughs> and I never fucking played bagpipes at home. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. And like, and I, you know, like she loves bagpipes. And I was like, yeah, like, well, when he lived here, he didn't play him. He played him at fucking practice or he played him other, other places. Like she, as a person who raised someone playing bagpipes, she didn't get a lot of bagpipes in her life. Right. Yeah. I remember her talking about that. Yeah. Cause she's like, well, to be fair, she was calling you out. She's like, Josh never fucking practiced. <laughs> well, yes. But <laughs> everybody, that was her intention. <laughs> every, everybody that's heard, everybody that's heard the Chanaran intros knows that I never fucking practiced. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. But, and anybody that heard Joe's intro today knows yeah. that. But no, it's, it's interesting because like it is it is started. nice to have like all the people like when you say, well, I can't do this because I'm going to I got a band thing. I can't do this because I got practice. I can't do this because I got to, you know, go play this Burns night. Mm-hmm. It's nice to be able to get all those people together and be like, this is the shit that I'm doing, by the way. When I say I can't do something else, this is this is why I'm doing I'm making right. music in this way. Right. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But know, we, we all have this excuse in our life, and it's it's pipe band, because pipe band. Yeah. And it's nice when you get to invite other people in to see, like, well, this is what we've been working on. Did exactly. I ever, did I ever tell a story on air remind me about the girlfriend that I lost because of pipe band? Uh, start the story, and I'll cut you off if we've heard it before. This was like 15 years ago. It was, a, it was back when I first moved to Vegas, but I was dating this girl. And at one point, we I remember very clearly, we were sitting in the parking garage of some casino, and we're like, I was pretty new to pipe band, but I was, I mean, I'm still into it, but I was super into it then, obviously. And we had this discussion about, cause everything in my personal time was like whatever pipe band was needed, you know? And she had, she's more or less gave me an ultimatum. She's like, well, it's either pipe band or me. And I said, it's the band Bad move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you know, to be fair, I mean, you're great and all, but it's the band. Like, this yeah. is what I care about most in the world. <laughs> That's a bad move. Like never, never do. It's either music or me. And then we broke up. Yeah. <laughs> this is 2003 or something like that. Yeah, Holy I mean, shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. So Joe, did I ever tell you that story? Uh, I'm sorry. What was the question? Did I ever tell you that story before? You, you never told me that story before. I'm a little sad for you. <laughs> well, this is, I'm 42 and still single. So, <laughs> so here we yeah, are. But I, I, I think if it had you not chosen pipe band, you wouldn't be with her today. So I'm sure of it. Yeah. I was 25, 26. At the time so when it ever. comes to, when it comes to throwing a pipe band concert, this, this is going to get a little heated. Ooh. Okay. Because, um, the best kind. It, it took it took me a hot minute, and and you can tell your side of this story because Andy and I, as as I've said before on the on the show, we fight about shit a lot. Yeah, we do. It's, more, way it's more. You saw it if you were yeah. here in the beginning of this episode, like you heard it. Yeah. Well, if you're on the stream, you know. 
But like, like Andy and I, we fight about shit constantly, and like everyone thinks that we like we get along on everything, but no, we fight about shit constantly because we want the best possible product. Mm-hmm. That's what we want. We want like the best possible performance. And it took me forever to get. Well, one, when I first moved back, I came to the first Celtic Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. And then when I actually moved back here after finishing school, I was like, uh, I'm obviously going to be involved, but I was, it was the time period was, it was, I think it was like just a little too early for me to play, so I could play on a few things. Mm-hmm. But trying to get pros, professionals, mm-hmm. as volunteers is the most important thing. <laughs> and it, it was like dragging you guys kicking and screaming to bring on like meatloaf or you know babs or like people well babs doesn't, do, babs doesn't do a lot with the concert but like bringing on kelly is like there was no kicking and screaming about kelly like i knew that i mean i knew i wanted to up the game like it wasn't a, it wasn't me well no it wasn't you it was it was uh different a different tier of leadership i guess right so i don't know i think see back then was it the original tier of leadership uh how did you how did you want to up the game i don't understand i mean you're putting well so okay so our first year was you know the vision for the concert was always for the most part to highlight the band but i also wanted to include other local cultural it was originally it was originally like a kaylee it was kind of like a Kaylee, but yeah, more okay. formal. But I also intended, I always I always wanted to bring in a professional piper to play at the concert and do an after party because I wanted people locally to see what an amazing piper actually sounded like. Not me or whoever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, like, a Jack Lee type, a Stuart yeah. Little type, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. whoever it could be. And ultimately, in my head, my vision was, like, long term. I'm thinking, like, I want Vegas to be the next winter storm. Like, fucking A. Like, I want... Hashtag Desert the, Storm 2019. The top five guys, like Stuart Little, Angus McCall, fucking, yeah. you know, Jack Lee, whatever, to, you know, that those types. And I want to do this giant event in Vegas, right? That was my long-term vision for this thing. So, um, so, but the first year, obviously, we had no money. We had no way to do this. I just wanted to put on a concert. I wanted us to create a way to bring the, the people in the culture together into a formal event, right? So... I think if I remember correctly, the first year we brought Jack Lee out, right? Wasn't he? so the the year that I saw you guys, um, Jack Lee performed. It was Jack, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe that was the first. And year. that so. and that was like I was in town for the holiday. I was in town for Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. I didn't live here. Right, exactly. It was the weekend of Thanksgiving, <clears throat> specifically. So, um, but so Joe, to answer your question, I mean, the idea was to. And essentially inspire people. That was really what I was trying to accomplish is people to join the band. You were people you were to join to, the you were trying to do whatever. outreach. Yeah, outreach essentially. People to be impressed with Jack Lee or whoever it is. Like, man, man, typing is so amazing. What, what, was, I, uh, what was the ROI on bringing Jack out? Well, you mean like what was my goal? Like what would be considered successful? Is that what you mean? Yeah. What'd you get out of it? Oh, did people uh, understand? See, that's the thing. That's what's so fucking funny about this is n- nothing. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. Absolutely nothing. Nobody Nobody got it. Nobody got it. Like, okay, Jack was impressive. People were like, wow, that guy's fucking awesome. In the audience at the time, yeah. I remember him saying at the end, like, he's like, man, I did not. Ex- he, he thought he was coming to some, you know, like fucking hillbilly shindig, you know. When he was well, like, man, no, he told me this at the end. He was like, 
he said something like, man, that audience was so receptive. That was so, he, di- he didn't expect that. He was just, you know, he gets hired to do a million things. He was like, it's a community gig. Yeah. So he's thinking, oh, there's going to be, you know, a bunch, you know, 10 people in the audience. Nobody cares, you know. But it was a pla- f- place that was full. They were super respe- receptive. They were excited that Dude, he was people, there. People, like, people. And he's impressive. Once he plays, it's, it's like, a thing, fuck. It's a thing that people, <laughs> thing that people like, yeah, so it's, it's to get it's, into. Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. No, no, I mean, it's great for you guys. You you got something out of it. But well, did your audience get anything different out of Jack playing versus seeing your band play? I, yes. I don't know. I, ho- I like the Do you think so? it inspired people from your audience to join the band? No. Or to no, learn no, the no, bagpipes? No, 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 nothing like that. No, I think that, okay. I think that um, Jack's, like, solo sets just kind of, they, you know, it sets a pace. Like, any time you're doing a live event or a concert... Or any, anything like that. Like, you want to set a cadence. You want to set, like, the ups and downs. You want to know what those are. And it was nice It was nice to do a pipe band concert where you knew for a fact there were going to be two ups. Without fail. Without actually. any without any fail, no any question. question. Yeah. Like, there's going to be two yeah. ups, and then you can, you can build, you can build around that. Like, you can, with any, with any kind of, like, a live music event, you can build around that cadence of knowing when things are going to be, like, height, everyone's going to be super amped, and sometimes that's who's performing, sometimes that's the time of day, sometimes that's, like, when does last call at the bar happen, but you just got to build around it. But to be fair, my intent was, okay, like, the Jack Lee was not to impress the audience, Joe. My, what, when I brought a, that type of person in, the intent was to inspire our people. So I wanted them to see like what top notch, high level, because 90% of our people had never seen anybody like that in Once. person ever, it, maybe on YouTube, but and it's I two, bet you they didn't even see that. <laughs> it's two birds with one stone too. Cause like you can, you can like show them like, Hey, this is going to be you guys in 30 years. If you live in Canada, <laughs> not even like you take like one of those kids, like a Sean, you know, like Sean type. And you put like that the little bastard. That year, little bastard's gotten way too big for his britches. Okay, to be fair, <laughs> the first year we did have Jack out because we were at Mc, uh, McFadden's that first yep. year. If you remember when we did the after party at McFadden's, Sean was probably eight nine years old, maybe at the time eight years old, and he the all he wanted to do he's like Jack Lee's his hero. He's like, can I please play with? And they played something simple like a three four march or something stupid. That's so awesome. And they, he's like, here's an eight year old kid that gets to play with his hero at our after party like that meant something to me that's what i wanted to accomplish i'm like if we can get this kid inspired i mean who knows where he can go dude you know when when i was a kid i i got into like pipes and drums because i thought uh i thought the fucking wicked tinkers were cool right and aaron's a fucking awesome piper dude Aaron's awesome piper <laughs> like warren and keith are awesome drummers yeah absolutely like that shit came full circle like well one like i, I became friends with them through doing the games and so like i talked to you and i was like yeah like let's get you let's get you guys out here like that's how i got to know them but it's still like it's weird for me like when i was fucking when i was fucking 12 13 years old i was like shit Doug, those guys are awesome I, I had a moment in fucking costa where I was, that was the one where I filled in on bass, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're walking back. And in Costa, they have these like they have like the beer gulag, Costa Mesa. Mm-hmm. They have the gulag where it's like the fenced area where, where you're allowed to drink beer, and there's usually a band there. And I was walking back with the bass drum, and they were just like, "Josh, I was like, yeah, I'm like come on, and I was jump in and hammer the shit, and just fucking hammer the shit out of the bass drum." <laughs> like that was awesome for me. Like that was like full circle. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like so much fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That's all it is, man. And like having. It's so important just to like 
it, it's interesting to treat a concert as a band morale event. Yep, that's part of it. Uh, agreed. And it should be. It should be a band morale event. Right. Like, we're we're going. We're performing. Mm-hmm. And it's so yeah, funny. I mean, you, have I saw set, on, you have to set goals for the organization, right? Absolutely. It is a band morale event. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw a comment and on the live stream and it was it was way way up the screen where they said well you can't feel the con- you can't feel the competition band but you can feel the concert band oh yeah we, well we do that and it's like yeah like we have to like we gotta keep we gotta keep people engaged we gotta make sure that they're playing they're excited about playing and if we can't compete then the concerts are that's our lifeblood if they can't compete which is fine there's nothing wrong with that a concert is fun as shit. <laughs> oh, it's a great time. But I, it goes back to also like my memories of being a high school kid and <clears throat> playing in band in high school and college in college as well. But like, you know, you play a Christmas concert and you play like a spring concert and it was the greatest fucking time ever. Like it was like when we did the fucking tattoo, Joe, right? And you're backstage at a, at a, at a, an event like that, whether it's a tattoo of 10,000 people watching you or 400 people, when you're backstage, there's an electricity to it. it there's an excitement to like man this is why i do this right there's there's it's it's That's fun why I play it's, music right yeah, dude, yeah absolutely like you're going out there to play scott and the rain for the seven millionth time but whatever like when the audience responds it's super exciting yeah. you know so <clears throat> or when you play black bear poorly at the virginia <laughs> tattoo in 2016 very, uh, very quickly yeah very quickly yeah. but you know whatever there it's the idea ultimately which is Okay, so this is what's interesting, and Joe, I'm curious. Well, you, this is your first year back, so I don't know how this is going to go for you, but like, I was hoping to inspire people one to practice more, to to have something to work towards, et cetera, et cetera. In my opinion, up to this point, maybe in, I don't know if I'd say this 100, percent but it's failed miserably. <laughs> it has not had that effect at all. That not what I was hoping for. And is it is it an all or nothing? Like everyone has to play all the music? No, 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 no. We we definitely split it into groups of people who can handle certain sections. Yeah, for sure. Because it would be unfair to everybody involved if we tried to play everybody and everything. Because they can't. It's just not fair. So we definitely don't do that. But we also highlighted. We also intentionally like if anybody has any ideas. If you want to get a group of your friends together and do something, play something at the concert. Tell me about it prepare for it play it for me and if it's i mean i'm not overly hard on people you three years ago like four years ago we did some like we did this all group girl thing where somebody played guitar water is white that was awesome they sang yeah that was a good bit you know like it was it was pretty cool so i'm like all right let's do that you know let's do something different the people the audience will appreciate it yeah you know, Dude, we sure. do we do bollocks and fiddle every year, and bollocks and fiddle is the stupidest fucking thing ever. <laughs> it's fucking retarded, but <laughs> but people respond to it, you know, whatever. So, but it's, anyway, Joe, I mean, what are you are you doing anything out of the ordinary for your thing? Well, I mean, look, I, what do you? All right, so musically, the the show is being run musically by the pipe major and the uh, the lead tip, who I am neither of, and uh, so they've set some musical goals and set some tiers up. In terms of a goal, we're hosting Ravenscroft as a school. So we're hosting it at a school, and the school actually asked us for 100 tickets to give to the kids, and the kids want an opportunity to meet the band. Holy shit, that's going to be kind of cool. So now I don't have any expectations of any of those kids learning the bagpipes or drums, but at least we're going to expose them to them and let them them see what it's really all about. 
and maybe if it can fit into their life. We have some kids in the band right now, too, so that maybe you can even relate to them and have some conversations. But we'll do a pitch for recruitment at the concert. You know, at the end, we're going to start a, a class in January. But I'm not I'm not hanging my hat on it. I mean, I, I have people that email us once a week. We get, you know, I want to learn to play the bagpipes. I want to play the drums. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to add you to the list, and uh, I'll notify you when we're going to start a class in January. So, you know. One, once a have, week? Yeah. We'll get an email. We're in the we're in week. the wrong we're in the wrong time zone. <laughs> well, if everybody had to in from all over, I mean, it comes. But I, you guys are doing all the right things. You really are, except for the podcast. Well, yeah, that's got us lots of trouble. But <laughs> has it gotten any new members? No, no. <laughs> okay, it's Haven't actually members quit yet. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, Aussies, Aussies coming from Australia to play with us in Vegas. Yeah, so that's technically well, a, new well, member, yeah. a new member. Yeah, we have had some people say, yeah. uh, I, "I better not. I don't think I should join." So, I mean, and, and Andy and Josh, I kind of gave up on the going out and doing Facebook ads and push it out on Twitter and contacting local news. I mean, right now we're at a point where it's just kind of happening organically that, you know, I know a guy that plays bagpipes. Oh, they have a band. Uh, and and that, that's where we go. Or we have a group of Irish dancers that the little brothers want to learn to play the bagpipes. And, you know, they show up at a band practice. Well, any person that uh, works in the advertising or PR field will tell you that organic cannot be beat. Yeah. So... That's I mean, so slow. I can, so I can, I can, it, it, it I can slow, run, I can run, your arm out. I can run paid ads, but it's, it's not going to do what you want. No, it and it's do. frustrating because you invest so much time and effort in a, in an ad hours in it. And then you look at it has 116 views. That's a little frustrating. I hate it when my ads have 116,000 views. <laughs> 116. Not oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just 116. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Our our Stuart Little video got like thirty thousand views, and you don't have well, to yeah. pay, and you don't have to pay to watch it. No, it's free. Pipes, drums, <laughs> mother, and, and how many people joined the band because of that video? And it was a great zero. video, mind you. But how zero? But it was zero. fantastic that you did that, and it's. But that's not why we do the Stuart Little. Forever. That's not why we do the Stuart Little type videos or whatever the interviews. That's not why we do like the concert videos or stuff. Well, it's not why you do the channel rant either. This this, no, this it's, it's not, so it's funny because this this comes full circle to when we're talking about concerts, and I remember um I remember pitching. I remember pitching the first concert video mm-hmm. because like I just moved back into town. Like we were, we were here. It was me and you and Ev and Angel. Mm-hmm. We were here in my house and my house was like half the walls were torn out mm-hmm. at that point. Cause I was in the process of renovating it. And I was just like, I have a, I have a really stupid idea that I think we could do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it'll be funny. That was, that was, that was my best pitch. My best pitch is we can, we can make this, and I think it'll be funny. No, it was no. And that is the like that is the shit that like put us on the map as far as like social media for like, sure. The Las Vegas pipe band is at least it's known. Whether it's known for good or known for bad, it's known, man. <laughs> I tell you what, we're not known for our music, but we are known for our videos. <laughs> we're known for our videos. <laughs> well, and, and, that, and even too, how long have you been the Las Vegas pipe band? Because that has gone through a change as well, too, right? Five years or so, maybe six years, yeah. something like that. Yeah, and that was part of it. When we first started this, we were still Desert Sky at the time with the first year of the video, for sure. And that was yeah. a whole other thing with those same people. You know, it was the change to the the name change and then also the adding the video to the 
to the intro of the concert, which then we we were like, well, let's turn this into a YouTube thing. Let's nobody's doing this. Let's turn this into a social. The space was well, empty. Actually, that's not true because, <laughs> to be fair, Joe Brady did do a whole ripoff of the Honey. What the fuck was it, Joe? The the Badger thing. What was that that you guys <laughs> did? The Honey Badger. That was, was that what one, it was? Yeah, that was one of our our members. Seamus did uh, the Honey Badger. Honey Badger don't care. Yeah, remember the whole so. Honey Badger See, thing that happened? Didn't, like, didn't you guys ago? do the? Yes. Uh, it's a Honey Badger. Did you guys? <laughs> you guys did the uh, Love Actually thing, right? Yes, we did the Love Actually thing, and again, that was just that's for our members. That's that's. That's, it's just that's our fun, self, right? but it was like that was that was I saw that one that was really fucking good. <laughs> I that love was, that. Yeah, that was cool, but that was well after we started doing our videos. <laughs> no, I, I love again. The, I think uh, we we do, we do these shtick things. I mean, for each other, for the community. No, right? it's, for the pipe fu- it's fun community. for yourself. That, that's who it's for. Absolutely, it's, because it's, it, it's so foreign that if you sent it out to the Las Vegas Tourism Bureau, they wouldn't understand it. Like, who is this guy holding the sign? It what don't is don't even get me pipes? started with the uh, Las Vegas tourism bureau oh my god but lvcva doesn't know shit about shit it's it's, it's a nightmare <laughs> have you have you heard the city's um podcast by the way this the Las, city of las vegas podcast. The, I tmi, to it. the tmi podcast yeah it's fucking oh, terrible I, yeah the, i listen to it because i want to know what's going on in those vegas. people those people make 80 grand a year I, can you imagine this is the quality but, of the podcast they're putting out uh, there? yes i know <laughs> i'm aware but, but to go but to go for a circle to what what josh said and what andy what you said I, we're doing this for our members, for each other, for our members' families, right? For some What's, fans that we have. I think. I think that the. Uh, I think. Okay, so if we're talking about concerts. I think that the concert originally, the the Celtic Thanksgiving and Andy's original inception, and let me know if I get off base, was to kind of like let the general community know how much culture there was here, here in Vegas. It's not a it's not a cultural wasteland. There's dancers. We there's do have musicians. that reputation as a cultural wasteland. So yeah, you're right. Go keep going. Like there's dancers, there's pipers, there's there's people that like are really working hard to make awesome art. And I feel like back in the well, and back then the art culture here was very different. That's true. It's a lot more accepting of the fact that Vegas has awesome art now. Just in the last five years, yeah. the arts district alone has changed significantly. It's insane. It's insane. But yeah, like originally the idea was we're going to hold a concert, we're going to make it free, we're going to let everybody in, and people will know how much fucking cool shit we're doing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily to drive a goal of like recruiting new members. Not necessarily, not at all. It was just to it was just to kind of one give the band something to work towards, and yep. two notif- let the community know that like this kind of art exists. Mm-hmm. In the place you live. Yep, absolutely. Which is important for Vegas. I don't know about Raleigh, but... I think it's important to to every pipe band. Give your members a goal and and share share your talents. Have fun. Absolutely. Like, it grew into into this other other monster. It's a fucking monster (laughs) that I hate right now. (laughs) Especially when I have to produce something. But it's awesome, right? Like, I mean, every time, every time we do the show, we fucking love it. Every time we, every time we finish the Celtic Thanksgiving, it is awesome. And it's, and it's, it's disproportionate now. It's as far as like how many performances you have to do for me and Andy, we have to, we have to play in everything essentially, or kind of have a hand. Is that why he doesn't like it? Is that why it's, it's taxing on him? 
I, I, well, and he has to, like, get the outside talent. He has to do all this other stuff. But I feel like uh, a lot of the groundwork, we've tagged some uh, Highland Games volunteers, people that are incredibly talented at booking stage and sound and talent. So we, we've managed to bring in help from the Celtic Society. Yeah, you have to bring in help. You can't do it all yourself. I tried. I that, can't. It's the hardest thing. The, hard, the hardest thing to understand is your own limitations. Right. I mean, even Learning doing how to say no. Even doing the Highland Games, like doing the Highland Games, I, I am, I will never be known for doing it all myself. I will be known for bringing in talented people that can help me do it. So, and to the topic, that's how you run a successful concert: is you get like-minded people involved. And you ask for help. You ask for help and you focus on the music. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and Andy, you, you have to run kind of the music side of things and the business side of things, right? For the concert? Um, at this stage, no, just the music. In the beginning, oh. yes, but now I'm just the music. Okay. We have well, that's good. We've, we've worked our way up to only having to be talent. Right. <laughs> that was ultimately my goal. <laughs> I just wanted to handle music and like bringing in the special piper, the special act. Because I was, you know. The was, people that handle all the books and all the extracurricular shit are rock stars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that's it, the boring shit. It amazes, <laughs> it amazes me how good they are at that. So not interesting. Because all I want to do is show up and play. I want to play and sing or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But I who's, mean, who's your special guest this year coming in? We're bringing Jack this year back. Oh, okay. Jack is back, motherfucker. Jack is back. Just because he's working with us this year, we thought it would be really appropriate because he's he's come here. What he's been here five times already. That's just a summer. He's been he's months. been such a huge influence to us yeah. on our on our music. Like not not just not just me and you, but also like the band that just, shall not be named. Oh no! We, yeah, just whatever you do, don't piss Jack off. <laughs> well, I've heard the rumors. <laughs> I keep I keep trying. Josh works really hard to try to fucking set him off. I keep trying to set him <laughs> off because I, I don't feel like I fully... He's, I, I don't he's feel such like, a sup, super nice Canadian he's, guy. He's perfectly he really Canadian. And not I just don't... I don't feel like I, I fully understand a person until I can, like, set him off. <laughs> I gotta see both ends of the spectrum. I just want to... What was that... Uh, what was that video that SFU made when they were going to Scotland? Battle of the Bagpipe Battle Bands. Of, Battle, Battle of the Bagpipes or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could watch that, Josh. You'll see a little ugly in him. Dude, maybe you can get some some pointers on how to piss him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Jack love, is all about the music, hundred percent of the time. On second thought, don't do that. I would, I would love to just. I, I just want to see Jack break character just for a moment. I don't think at our level you'll ever you'll see it. Probably not. I don't know. I I just don't think so. But also, he's not on my uh, my Polaroid wall. He's not, but he will be. <laughs> That's a little creepy, by the way. <laughs> what, what is the the rape wall? <laughs> it's a Polaroid wall. <laughs> that's that's the serial killer wall. Is what that looks like. It's my friends, asshole. All these people are still alive except for one. They're my friends. Yeah. So I do want to. There's only one deceased person on the wall. There's one thing I want to double back to as I was walking off to go to the bathroom that I heard you guys talking about as I was walking away. Um, the original, <laughs> we're running out of, we're completely out of ice. <laughs> so, uh, the original, thank goodness it's not going to be a two hour episode. The first year of the concert before Josh got involved, the year he was in the audience, it was myself and Evelyn who F. did the whole fucking thing. And Total she, she was like the business person. I was the music person and, uh, you know, like the planning, like 
I don't know, whatever you call it, the music person basically. But man, that first year we blew it out of the water and we had no idea that this was going to be, we were like, nobody's going to come. There's gonna be six people in this. It audience. was so fucking awesome. <laughs> we're like, we're so fucked. I got, I got to attend. I got to attend, um, the show cause I was in town and I wasn't playing with the band, but like the, yeah. I was in town for Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was such a good show. Like, it blew it, Dude. I fucking love the show. So I remember we were at the after party. Did you say there were six people in the audience? No, no, no. It was, Full. It was a full oh, 400 a, people show. It was a we just out. assumed six people. They assumed, come. yeah, they assumed oh, six okay. would show up. We we're like, nobody's going to come to this. Hashtag this is terrible. <laughs> we we're like, this is going to be the worst thing ever. We're, this is going to be embarrassing, whatever. So, anyway, I remember we were at McFadden's at the end, at the after party, because I always wanted to have an after party where the Piper played more and really impressed people. We, we would have like a rock band or something, Celtic rock band type thing planned. So, anyway, Evelyn and I were standing there talking afterwards and we we're like, Fucking hey, we pulled it off. This this was a success. First good year show. Out, like who the fuck knew? Yeah. <laughs> like what? You know, it was so, a really good show, dude. It was awesome, and it was it wasn't good, but it was good. You know I, what I mean? I thought it was good. <laughs> so th- we're like, all right, now how do we replicate this next year? So that's the ultimate question. How do we keep replicating this? Where do we go from here? Well, Joe, where, where are you going to go? Like, what is your special surprise? Do you have anything you want to announce about your show? There, there's no special surprises. Uh, uh, Dalton has kind of orchestrated the show, and the show is more or less a tribute to the centennial anniversary of the end of World War One. So that's going to be kind of a focus around the show. But there, there are no surprises. A couple cool just uh, performances by the different tiers of the band. Again, Irish dancers, Scottish dancers, but we don't have Celtic Elvis coming to perform, so... Are you guys doing any special War War World War One tunes like we uh, did? For sure, we're going to do Green Hills and Battles did? Are. <laughs> you do uh, um, Battle of the Psalm. Uh, so we're doing Sunset on the Psalm. That's in our Grade Five March medley. Nice, nice. So, do you have any special announcements? You must have something planned, like really special. No, really, we don't. I mean, so what yeah, you're saying is, so what is, you're saying is, is it bollocks and fiddle because you've not sent me the music <laughs> if we're supposed to be there. Bollocks and fiddles. I, I mean, the, live, the big surprise is we we had 450 tickets and they're all gone. I had band members asking for tickets, and that's that's the big surprise. It, it kind of blew me away a little bit. <laughs> that's how you know you're doing it right, bro. Yeah, absolutely. We've got people it's harassing It's scary, us. though, when you have family members that want tickets and I can't get them for them, so... Uh, Just put them backstage, because otherwise you're fucked. You well, they, they, can, they should uh, get them early next time. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. Some band members took a little, you know, a few more than they should have, and we'll get them back, and we'll, we'll get everyone in. I mean, Joe, you, you, you treat people how to teach you, so just, uh, you know, you just kind of <laughs> make sure that they know okay. that next time, next time, if you want to actually have a seat, you should uh, not ignore me when I send you the invite on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one one special thing that we have going on for the concert though is we we're bringing in a juvenile pipe band from Charlotte, North Carolina. So it's Holy the shit. Queen City Juvenile Pipe Band, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get them on stage. It's gonna be really cool. We're gonna play with the kids too, so we're really excited about having them join us mm-hmm. uh, and, and bringing bringing their family and friends to see their you know these kids playing bagpipes and drums on stage. That's kind of cool. That's, no, that, that's a good. We'll also be competing against them next weekend. So drums kinda, would be great, you know. <laughs> so wait, um, are you willing to say on the podcast whether or not you're going to beat them the following? I'm weekend? Sorry, what? Are, are you going to beat them the following weekend when you compete? Oh no, we're competing this weekend. Oh, this weekend. Them. Yeah. So, uh, so what you're saying is, 
if you guys win, you have to buy pizzas for the concert, and if they win, they well, have to. Well, you know, if we were in Germany, then you'd have to make my bed, so, yeah. Fair play. <laughs> now, we're going to get a pizza regardless uh, of who wins, so. So, Joe, I have a final question for you. If you if, sure. So, we're getting close to the end here. So, what advice would you give to somebody out there in the audience that's listening that wants to put on their own event to promote whatever it is they want to promote or whatever it is what it, what's the first step to this where, where, where I, do you recommend they do i think you guys said it what the steps are already i didn't have to say it josh you, you said that you have your, your members a goal a target something to do mm-hmm. and you have to allow them to do something for their families and show off their talents like all that time That's, they put in when they're not at home like hey this is what we do it for let come and enjoy it that sort of thing you know yeah. yeah that's fair you know again going back to well, why do we do this we don't do this to get rich we're not going to get rich playing in a bagpipe band um so i mean holding a concert and charging 50 bucks is not realistic you, you do it enough to offset costs of making a program printing mm-hmm. up the tickets you know mm-hmm. maybe getting some swag ordered up front right press on from there do it for the family and friends. Do it for the music. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's kind of the thing. Like, let's let's show the family and friends why we put so much time into this and why we enjoy it so much. You know, that sort of thing. Um, uh, it, I mean, ultimately, what else? Why else do we are we doing all this nonsense? You know. <laughs> so, if if you guys don't mind, I'm gonna cue in some final thoughts and then have Fusco play us out. Uh, Joe, as the guest, you kind of kind of gave us your final thoughts. Anything you want to add on to that? Well, I'm looking forward to our concert taking place in parallel with your concert, and maybe I'll try to FaceTime you during that show so we can see that we're both having a good time. You know, we should definitely um, time it differently so that I can come to yours and you can come to mine. Yeah, in the future, we won't. Well, to be fair, we we screwed up big time. It should not... It will never be this early again. I promise you that. It's way too early for us. <laughs> and it's so funny because we have the we have the whiskey tasting um, next Friday. Next Friday, yeah. And the concert. And I, yeah, I had I had nothing to do with either of those. So I'm I'm learning the details as we go because <laughs> I'm I'm so excited to have events that are happening that I didn't have to help. It's a little weird that you and I are so out of the loop on these things. I have no idea. <laughs> but that's good. That means that people are, that people is are good. taking I, the ball. Yeah. I hope so, because it could also be a drastic For surprise. me, I always just tell people, like, I mean, if you're going to take the ball and run with it, just tell me what you need. If you don't need anything, great. <laughs> so, um, Fusco, do you have any final words on throwing the world's best bagpiping concert ever? My advice is just dig in, find a place, do it get it started it's going to be rough the first year nobody knows what you're doing we didn't know what we were doing i highly recommend using it as a motivational tool for <laughs> i said tool uh using it as a motivational tool for your own players to have something to do to have somebody to listen to whatever but it's 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 awesome once it's going for sure so just do it well, gentlemen, I got to say, I appreciate both of you coming on the show. Andy, you're my co-host, so you have to. But Joe, uh, it was good to have you, man. And yeah, throwing a pipe band concert is a, a thankless endeavor. Oh, it's fucking awful. 
<laughs> you, you work your <laughs> ass over, off. over, you're so Yeah, you work your ass off for something that no one will appreciate, but I do think that it really does serve the purpose of not only getting your pipe band members excited and getting your, your crew excited about, like, performing music, especially in the off-season. I mean, November, if you can do it in the off-seasons, that's awesome. And, you know, do some weird shit. Like, throw some throw some acapella in, throw some guitar in. Like, yep. Yep. try to explore the talents of the people. Explore the talents band. of the people that exist in your band that's outside of the pipes. Absolutely. Yes, Huge. absolutely. I think that's where the, the biggest outlier is. And once everyone kind of will do a concert and perform together and actually let loose and enjoy themselves and not worry about the, the circle. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets along better from playing that kind of a show. Absolutely. It, it does bring the group together. There's yeah. some camaraderie to and that. It's and initially, it's initially very awkward because people are like, well, I don't want to like play guitar or I don't want to <laughs> sing or I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, no, do it. Like, you're, if you're in a pipe band, you're a fucking musician, dude. Like, just play. Yeah. Like, just, just do it. Do Come up with an idea. Just try something. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Nothing will be worse than bollocks and fiddle. Absolutely not. We we've, yeah. we've <laughs> so if you if you ever have to encourage people in your band to go above and beyond the call of duty when it comes to the concert, nothing will be worse than bollocks and fettle. Those guys are awful. And if you want them to come to your concert, just just contact us. Just don't have it. Don't have it on November tenth. Yeah, contact us. We'll get in touch with bollocks and fiddle, and maybe they'll be at your concert. We'll see. I gotta say, um, Joe, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. I know it's been a long one, and it's been a pain in the ass. Live stream audience, I appreciate all of you for sticking in, all six of you. And um, if you're not gonna be able to make, mm. if you're not gonna be able to make the uh, over the top concert on November tenth, then. Come to the uh, Catholic Thanksgiving 6 on November 10th right here in Las Vegas. And Fusco. Yes, sir. Would you be willing to play us out?